serve. I said we serve. We serve. I don't know the God you're talking about, but I serve a God that's mighty. Mighty to heal. Mighty to save. Mighty to set free. I said he's mighty to heal. If you don't need healing, I'm talking about myself. Mighty to heal. Mighty to heal.
you please, Jesus. Use me as you please, Jesus. And I'll go where you tell me to go. I'll say the things that you tell me to say, Jesus. And we'll say, God's glory just rest upon his people. The glory of the Lord. Isaiah said, I saw the Lord. He was high and lifted up. And his train filled the temple. His train filled the temple his train filled the temple you know it was customary that when the men of God went out to war that the seated king once they have conquered their enemy would clip the robe of the defeated king and it were added to the train of their garment I don't think y'all caught that. That he would clip 
the reign of the defeated king and add it to his garment. Isaiah said, I saw the Lord. He was high and lifted up. And his train, his defeated foe, the enemy that were conquered, the ones he defeated, the ones he annihilated, all were added to his train so much that it filled the temple. What am I saying to you this morning? That our God is a victorious God. He's a conquering God. He has defeated your foe and your enemy and everything that you will ever face in life. He gave you the victory. And his train is filling the temple. And the glory of the Lord is resting on his people. Father, I thank you that whatever trial, tribulation that we'll face, you have already conquered. You have defeated death, hell, and the grave. You have snatched the keys, the authority and the power from the enemy. And Father, for which God, we are now seated in heavenly places. And we're seated above all powers and principalities and wickedness in heavenly realms. For we have the victory, God. For we're more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. We thank you for this victory today. God, we give you the glory. Oh, God, we give you the praise. God, we give you the glory. And God, we give you the praise. Now let the people of God say amen. I said let the people of God say amen. Would you clap your hands and give God some glory for filling the temple? Come on, clap your hands and give God some glory for filling the temple. Come on, clap your hands and give Him some glory for filling the temple. Fulfilling 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 the temple. God, we give you the glory. Fulfilling the temple. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. God be all the glory, the honor, and the praise. 
Father, rest upon our hearts in this moment. Holy Spirit, have thine way in this place. You know the need, you know the struggle. God, do as only you can do in this moment. Do as only you can do. In Jesus' mighty name. Can somebody shout amen? And amen. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. Hey, listen, if you're here for the first time, here with us in the sanctuary, would you do me a favor for my sake and my sake only? Would you slip your hand in the air, first, second, or even reoccurring, have yet to join, but you have been here? Amen. 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 Come on, Elevate. We can do better than that. I know we're socially distancing and all of that, but you, would you reach over to that first time and tap them on the show and say, welcome, welcome. If they're near you, just reach over, tell them, welcome, welcome. Amen. If you're online today and it's your first time, just put it in the box below if you're streaming by way of YouTube or even on Facebook. Do me a favor as well. Would you take out your smart devices? Go ahead, check in on all social media platforms. Let everybody know that you're in the house of the Lord on this morning. Amen. I know they probably can't see you, but smile at them through the digital platform. Just smile at them real big. Amen. Put a big smile. Hallelujah. Let's jump into the word of God. I want to give you something real quick before we get out of here. I believe that God has a word for somebody. Quick word, short word. But nevertheless, God's word is powerful. And it doesn't take much. Matter of fact, just a simple, just a real short scripture can take you a long way. Don't take much in the word of God. Grab your Bibles, Isaiah chapter number 12, verse number 2. If you would as well, grab Gospel of John chapter number 7, verse number 38. While you're looking, would you please stand to your feet, if you don't mind. Isaiah chapter 12, verse number 2, Gospel of John chapter number 7, verse number 38. Make our faith declaration over the word of God. Hallelujah. Repeat it after me real loud and real strong. Would you say that after me? Today I'll be taught the word of God. My spirit is ready. And my mind is sharp. I believe the word. The word is truth. It is without error. I believe what the word says. I can have what it says I can have. I can do what it says I can do. I can be what it says I can be. I believe what the word says about me. I am redeemed. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I am healed. No sickness nor disease shall come near my home. I'm more than a conqueror. I am rich. Wealth and riches shall be in my house. Come on, church, your neighbor say, Wealth and riches shall be in your house. Prophesy over another neighbor say, Wealth and riches shall be in your house. Shall I'm blessed to be a blessing? My house is blessed. My marriage is blessed. My children are blessed. My church is blessed. Now shout, I'm blessed. Now say amen. 
Isaiah chapter number 12, verse number 2. Surely God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. Tell your neighbor, don't be scared. Now you ain't from the hood. Tell your neighbor, don't be scared. The Lord, the Lord himself. Oh, God. The Lord, the Lord himself is my strength and my defense. He has become my salvation. With joy, you will draw water from the wells of salvation. In that day, you will say, give praise to the Lord. Proclaim his name and make known among the nations, amongst Baton Rouge, Bird Station, the field, the bottom. I don't care what part of the hood you're from. He said you will declare it to the nations that what he has done and proclaim that his name is exalted. Oh God, we lift your name. Dance over to John chapter number seven, verse number 28. Whoever believes in me, somebody shout, I'm a believer. Shout again, I'm a believer. Whoever believes in me, as scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow within them. Ask your neighbor, have you paid your water bill? Ask your neighbor where your water at. Ask your neighbor where the water's flowing. Come on, talk to your neighbor and say, all the water's flowing. All the water's flowing. Father, now in the name of Jesus, I declare rivers of living water flowing from this sanctuary. Rivers will flow from this temple, God. I pray, Father, as raging waters, rivers will flow, God, from these tabernacles. Flow, let it flow, let it flow. Let it flow, let it flow, let it flow. Let it flow, let it flow, let it flow. God, let the rivers of living water flow from us now in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. God, hide me behind your sacred desk. Let your word flow from my spirit. In Jesus' name. There was a song by uh, this group. It was entitled, Step Into the Water. And the lyrics go, Step into the water way out a little bit deeper. A little deeper. Wet your feet in the water of his love. Oh, step into the water, children, wade out a little bit deeper. Come join angels singing. Praise to the Lamb of God, to the Lamb of God. There is victory for the Christians who walks the narrow way. There has been a prize appointed for the soul who does not stray. Oh, I want to live for Jesus, but all that I should be. So that I can rest within him forever and live eternally. Hear this, beloved. Those who start with you may not finish with you. Those who start with you may not finish with you. The children of Israel are at an impasse. They're now faced with the Jordan River. And they have been waiting 40 years for this promise that God had promised them, wandering around in the wilderness, wondering when they would enter in, had faced many trials and 
had many battles that they had fought along the way. Forty years, they're waiting for the day that they can obtain the promise that God promised them. Now, now, 40 years is a long time. I just celebrated my 50th birthday. That was a long time. And I don't know what you've been waiting on. Four days, 40 months. However long you've been waiting. It will always seem the longer you wait, the longer it takes. Waiting for that thing to come to pass. Waiting for God to do what he said he would do in your life. And now the children of Israel are right at the brink of obtaining the promise. But there's something in their way. Waters. Now they're not no strangers to waters. I know they ain't proper English, but they, they were accustomed to dealing with waters. They had to cross over the Red Sea to get away from Pharaoh. Now, here again, on the way to the promise, they're dealing with waters again. And not just any waters, because it is at the summer months, and now the waters are at flood stage. Oh, come on, we remember floods, right? We, we know what it's like. For those of you who may be transplants from New Orleans, you remember Katrina when the waters filled the city? Y'all remember 2016 when the waters filled this city? They're now at Jordan River, and the waters are at flood stage. And they're facing an obstacle that by natural mind will seem impossible. There's something God has promised you, but there's something blocking it. There's something God has promised you, but there's something in the way. I don't know what that is, if it's floodwaters, if it's a giant, if it's sickness, if it's disease, if it's lack of resources, whatever it is. Know that you have a God that's able. Somebody shout, my God is able. My God is able to move it. Can you imagine 40 years they've been waiting, waiting for the promised child that God has promised them? Waiting for that job, that spouse, waiting for that raise, that house, that promotion, waiting for that deliverance, waiting 40 years. And when they finally get to it, there's something hindering them. Most of us would have given up at this point, would have thrown in the towel, say, God, maybe you meant something else for me. Maybe I missed you on this one. Maybe I didn't hear you clearly. Oh, but you forgot that when you were in bondage, you heard God. And he spoke while you were in bondage that you would be free. Now that you are free, you done changed the mind about what God said. Now that you're walking in your freedom, now you have declared, well, maybe it wasn't God. Forgetting that it was God that got you to that point. And if God brought you to that point, surely if he brought you to it, he'll go ahead and bring you through it. Y'all not hearing me. Maybe if he brought you this far, he'll continue to bring you all the way in. But God is wondering and waiting, will you obey? Somebody shout obey. Because every time God wants to do something in your life, he will always first give you an instruction. Before any miracle manifests in your life, God will first give you an instruction for that miracle. God will not say a thing without instructing you about the thing. So he got to give you an instruction just to see if you would only. So the children of Israel comes 
to the Jordan. Flood stage waters. And God tells Joshua, watch this, prepare the people. For in three days, somebody shout three days. days. You're going over. But wait a minute, God. What do you mean we're going over? Really? Don't you see this river before us? And it's not just any river. It's that flood stage. And flood stage waters move rapidly. And water is powerful. So what do you mean, God, we're about to go over? Uh, uh, Are you about to create another ark for us to safely journey over into the promise of which you have promised us? No. I want you to prepare the people to get themselves ready. Then I want you to instruct the Levites to take the ark of the covenant and to bring it before the people. And stand in the water. So today, real quick, I want to talk to you real briefly. Step in the water. Turn to your neighbor and say, step in the water. Oh, turn to your other neighbor and say, step in the water. Yeah, God is requiring. There's some things God wants to do in your life that will be done. But there's some other things God is waiting for you to take a step. <laughs> Y'all missed that. There's some things God is waiting for you to step into. In order for him to do what he wants to do in your life. Joshua chapter number three, verse number one. It says early in the morning, Joshua and all the Israelites set out from Shittim and went to Jordan where they camped before crossing over. After three days, the officers went through the camp. Somebody shout three days. Giving orders to the people. When you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord, your God and the Levitical priest carrying it, you are to move out. Mm. from your positions and follow it. Tell your neighbor, get up. Tell your other neighbor, move something. Tell your neighbor, you got to move something. When you see the Ark of the Covenant, I need you to move. When you see God's presence, I need you to get up and do something. And what I need you to do is I need you to follow. Somebody shout follow. Uh, He says, get up and from your position and follow it. Then you will know which way to go. Since you have never been this way before, but keep the distance about 2,000 cubits between you and the ark. Do not go near it. There's the instructions. Joshua told the people, consecrate yourselves for tomorrow. The Lord will do amazing things among you. For the Lord shall do amazing things. Joshua said to the priest, take up the ark of the covenant and pass on ahead of the people. So they took it up. And went ahead of them and the Lord Somebody shout the Lord and the Lord said to Joshua today, I will begin to exalt you in the eyes of all Israel so that they may know that I am with you. And I was with Moses Tell the priests who carry the ark of the covenant. When you reach the edge of the Jordan waters, go and stand in the river. (laughs) Wait a minute, God, this is crazy. It's so crazy. It's crazy. You're telling me you want me to go and stand in the raging waters? You want me to go and just stand in the water? But, but not, not only that, not only do I want you to stand. Oh, I hear you, Holy Ghost. Not only stand in the obstacle that's hindering you, but I want you also to carry the ark. So that way you have no mobility or ability to balance yourself. You'll have nothing to catch you. Matter of fact, I want you to hold me up in the middle of your problem. 
God. I, I, I want you to hold me up in the midst of the battle. I want you to hold me up in the midst of the trial, the sickness, the disease, the divorce, the layoff, the repossession, the eviction. I want you to hold me up. Just stand in it. Just stand and hold me up. Just stand in the midst of it all. In the water. Somebody shout in the water. I heard old Negroes wait in the water. Joshua said to the Israelites, come here and listen to the words. Tell your neighbor, listen. Come here and listen to the words of the Lord, your God. This is how you will know that the living God is among you and will certainly drive out before you the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Hathites, the Perizzites, the Gerizites, the Amorites, the Jebusites, all of them ites. See, the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord of all the earth will go into the Jordan ahead of you. Now then, choose 12 men. Somebody shout 12. 12 is the biblical number of order and governance. It's the number of structure and order. That's why God designed and developed his Levitical system, his order of people in 12. There are 12 gates in heaven. God says there's going to be order. There's going to be structure. There's governmental structure. In other words, God says, I'm going to uh, govern the people of God, even from heaven. He says, choose 12 men from the tribes of Israel, one from each tribe. And as soon as the priests who carry the ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth, set foot in the Jordan. Its waters flowing downstream will be cut off. Stand up in a heap. This is not like the Red Sea where God parted the Red Sea. This is a different miracle God is performing. He didn't part the Red Sea. He didn't part the Jordan. He dried it up. right now. God says you will face no more. He's drying it up. The enemy that is before you now, you will see no more. Why? Because God is drying up the hand of the enemy. The one that come to devour you. The one that come to take you out. God says I'm wiping them out. I'm not going to allow it to even touch you. I'm not going to even allow it to have a residue on your life. I'm going to dry it up. <laughs> I'm going to dry it up. You won't even have any moisture on you. God, there won't even be any drops or droplets upon you. I'm drying it up. He said, the moment, watch, catch it. The moment you step, here it is. Walking into your promise requires you to take the first step. To walk into your promise, the thing that God promised you, it requires you to take the first step. I wish I had somebody to prophesy with their body and go ahead, walk in their promise and take the first step. I wish I had somebody that would say, God, I trust you. I know there's problems before me, but I'm taking the first step. I know it don't seem like I got enough, but God, I'm taking the first step. God, I know it seems like everything is going awry in my life, but I'm taking the first step. God, I know I heard it, but I can't see it right now, but I'm taking, I'm taking the first step. I'm taking the first step. In order to get the promise, God requires you to take a Take an eighth step. Come on, you got to step into it. So when the people broke camp to cross the Jordan, the priest carrying the Ark of the Covenant went ahead of them. 
Now the Jordan is at flood stage, all doing harvest. Yet as soon as the priests who carried the ark reached the Jordan and their feet touched, watch this, touched the edge. <laughs> Good God Almighty. Just touch the edge of the water. The water from upstream stopped flowing and it piled up in a heap a great distance away at a town called Adam in the vicinity of Zatin. While the water flowing down to the sea, he completely cut off. So the people crossed over opposite of Jordan. And the priest who carried the ark of the covenant of the Lord stopped in the middle of the Jordan and stood on dry ground. Somebody shout dry ground. While all Israel passed by until the whole nation had completely completed the crossing on the dry ground. Everybody connected to you is going over. Everybody connected to you. Is going over. Everybody connected to tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, you ought to be glad that you're sitting on my row because you're going over today. Somebody shout, neighbor, you ought to be glad you're sitting on my row because you're going over today. You're going over today. You're going over today. You're going over today. Your healing is manifesting today. Your deliverance is manifesting today. Your breakthrough is manifesting today. Your healing is coming. Why? Because you're going over into the promise of that which God has promised you. I'm going over. No more lack. I'm going over today. That failed business will be successful. I'm going over today. That marriage that ain't working out quite right. I'm going over today. I'm going over. I'm going over. But he said this, watch, catch it. You got to first prepare yourself. You got to be ready. You got to be ready. That big land of Canaan is coming, but you got to be ready to go into it. You got to be ready. And then not only that, but you got to stand in the river. Rivers of the living water. You got to stand. You got to stand. Now hear this, I don't want this just to be some materialistic message that your mind and your heart kind of receive. This is really talking about salvation. The children of Israel are coming out of Egypt because they were in bondage, spiritual sin. And God is now delivering them out of bondage. He says, first, in order to get into the promised land, heaven, you got to prepare yourself. And you got to stand in the water. You got to be washed. You got to be cleansed. Because to go over into the place I'm taking you, you got to be ready to go into it. You got to be ready. Tell your neighbor, be ready. Uh, Isaiah, it says this. It says, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, I will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. Hear this, beloved. Deep waters require deep faith. Deep waters require deep faith. Your salvation in the Lord is deep. And in order to obtain the fullness thereof, you have to go through deep waters. But you've got to have a deep faith in God. Are you hearing me? You've got to have a deep faith in God. So here it is. First, get prepared. Next, go stand in the water. 
And the most important point that I'll conclude on is you got to, God gets to go first. You got to let and allow God to go first. Matthew 6 and 33 says this, seek ye the kingdom of God first and his righteousness. And then all thereof will be added unto you. Seek the kingdom first. Put God first. Send him first. The priest carried God. And they went first into the water. And because they had God first, everything behind it was set free. The Ark of the Covenant represented God's presence, his power, his provision, and his majesty. It represented his glory. God says, when you see my presence go before you, I don't care what position you in, change your position and follow. I, I, I don't care. I, I don't care what position you find yourself in. You may find yourself on the bottom. Follow me. You may find yourself in the position where you last. Follow me. You may find yourself in a position where you say, God, I quit. I give up. He said, change your position and follow me. Just follow me. I don't care what your mindset is right now. Change your position. Matter of fact, you ought to prophesy to yourself right now and change your position in your seat. Uh, your, your shoulders now are hunched over because of the weight of life. Square your shoulders back and lift your head up and shout hallelujah. You ought to change your position. Your head is down. Your knees are bowed. You ought to change your position to hold your hands up and throw your head back and open up your mouth and somebody shout glory. Change your position and follow him. Change your position. And follow him. When you see my presence, change your position and follow me. With your heads bowed in this place, I believe there's somebody here today. There's somebody here today. The weight of life has come upon your shoulders like a ton of bricks. You're saying, God, I can't take this no more. I can't do it no more. I can't go through another loss. Can't go through another challenge, another battle, another struggle. Not like the last one. Not like this one. I can't do it anymore. I'm ready to quit and give up. Your life is at flood stage. And it has overtaken you. I hear the word of the Lord speaking to your spirit now. That as you go through the flood waters, you will not be overtaken. I'll be your oxygen tank. I'll be your scuba gear. I'll allow you to go deep within the waters, but I won't allow you to drown. I will keep you and cover you. I will hold you. I will be the breath of life that you need in a time of death. Somebody here today, you're at that place in life. You're like, God, I can't do it. I'm only here at church today. I'm here physically, but spiritually I'm removed. I'm here in, in body form, but my spirit is somewhere else. It's, it's wrapped around that trial. It's wrapped around that problem. But God, today, I know that you are God that can dry up the waters. If I would only take a step, if that's you this morning, God is calling out to you today. He's giving you an instruction. Take a step. If that's you. Would you simply stand to your feet, stand in the water today, stand 
in the water today. Stand in the water. Ready to quit. Ready to give up. God says stand in the water. Ready to throw in the towel. I see you. Stand. 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 Stand in the water. And watch the salvation of the Lord. Will come to deliver you. And to set you free. That's my first appeal. Because God is working in your life, ma'am. God is working in your life, sir. If you would but stand. The next appeal is salvation. You don't know Jesus Christ and pardon your sins. Or maybe you have backslidden. For you, I want you to wave your hand in the air. Coming back to give your life back to Christ. Get it right. Shoot your hand up. I see you. I want to get it right. Some things I've made wrong. I've done wrong. But God, today. Any others? Any others? Thank you, Father. God, we bless you. God, we thank you. God, we give you praise. Can we all stand together if you would? My last appeal is to those of you who don't have a church home. Today is your day. Today is your day of connectivity. Mind you, everything that was connected to them went over. Everyone went over. What am I saying to you today? You need to be connected. You need to be connected. You're wondering why things are being held up, held back. It's because of your connectivity. You need to connect. If that's you today, you don't have a church on maybe transitioning. You're waiting for God to speak to you for the next place. Thank you, Lord. Can I tell you something? Maybe this is a place God wants you to park. To place your feet up under the table and feast until the next place. Don't get caught up in the wilderness wandering around. Because what happens is when you eat at too many tables, eventually you get food poison. You eat at too many people's houses, you, you begin to get food poison, your stomach don't settle. So maybe God is calling you to this place because you've been here multiple times to just go ahead and pull your feet up under the table and begin to feast at the table of the Lord. The table of the Lord is bread. If that's you today, don't have a church I want to connect. You want to join with her? Any others? Any others today? Lift your hand. Lift your hand. Any others today? Thank you, Father. God, we bless you. God, we thank you. God, we give you glory and praise. It's in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. And amen. Come on, give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Amen. For those of you online as well, you can just text the word JOIN to 225-361-2016. And if you want to give your life to Christ as well, you can just hashtag uh, washed in the box below if you would. Amen. We love you. We give God praise for each and every one of you. Let me speak a blessing over your life. For those of you who are here for the first, second, or even reoccurring time, I would love to shake your hand, meet you, and greet you. I'll be standing over here to the left, my right. I would ask that you depart from the side doors as we get ready for our 1115 service. Father, now we bless these, your people. And Father, as we stand in the water today, I pray, oh God, rivers of living water will flow from us, God.